0: Darren Mitchell here, and welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast, coming to you live on this Tuesday, the 18th of July, 2023. Another magnificent day, another magnificent winter's day here in the Macedon Ranges. A very brisk four and a half, maybe touching five degrees, and uh, out this morning walking for seven and a half kilometers with my border collie, Millie, the trusty sidekick, and uh, got, got home and uh, from that walk, and I said to my wife, I cannot feel my fingers. It was freezing cold, but uh, it's a good day to be alive because you certainly know about it, and uh, it's uh, the sun shining, there's not a breath of wind, and just a beautiful winter's day. So I trust where you ever happen to be in this wonderful, wonderful world, you're having a fantastic start to the week, you've had an awesome weekend, and uh, for those of you who are my friends in the Northern Hemisphere, I hope you're enjoying and continuing to enjoy your summer. Uh, I had a friend of mine reach out from very, very hot Las Vegas, and I know it's really, really hot over there. So I trust where you ever happen to be, you're having a fantastic, fantastic time of it. So in this particular podcast, I wanted to talk about the importance of trust, and particularly as a sales leader. Does your sales team trust you? And it's a really important question that we need to ask, and it's a question that a lot of sales leaders don't ask near enough. Many of them, unfortunately, get into the position, and as we've always talked about on this particular podcast, a lot of them get placed into their position because they've been a fantastic individual contributor, and fantastic because they've been recognized as A high performer, but a high performer in the individual contributor space around selling doesn't necessarily automatically transfer into being an exceptional performer in the sales leadership space. And that's what I do. I help uh, leaders make that transition from individual contributor to a sales leader and hopefully move very quickly towards becoming an exceptional sales leader because there is a different set of skill sets that are required to be an effective leader as compared to be an elite individual contributor. So I wanted to talk about this today because it's a topic that every time I speak to leaders, it always comes up in some form or another. And often there are leaders who are a little bit blindsided by this because many of them unfortunately think that when they get into the leadership position, that trust automatically transfers to them because of the position that they hold. Uh, and many of them, this is this sort of points to the motivation as well in terms of why do, why do leaders become leaders? Why do sales leaders become leaders? And And interestingly, a lot of them become sales leaders because of the perceived, uh, I guess, prestige that may come with the position or the thought that they'll have a level of prestige and status with the position. And many of them, when you delve into it, also believe that when they have uh, that particular position, there's a level of power, dare I say, influence that comes with that. Uh, And it's not necessarily always the case. And one of the things I always talk about in workshops and certainly with uh, with clients, is that you've got to earn the trust of your team and you've got to continue to earn the right to lead your team. Too many sales leaders rely upon the title and rely upon the position to effectively, uh, well, let's just say create positional power over their team and they end up telling them what to do. And it doesn't necessarily create that environment of trust and certainly of respect that we need to, tr- need to create if we're going to build a sustainably successful team. So uh, if you've been listening to the podcast for all, you know that I'm a huge fan of a guy called John Maxwell, who, if you don't know John, he has written more leadership books than any other person on the planet, live or not, and I think he's up to about 90, 92 books, and he's a big proponent of uh, servant leadership, which is something that I have have sort of built uh, my leadership philosophy around, and certainly when I'm coaching mentoring leaders i'm always talking about the fact that we're there to serve our team our team are not there to serve us but one of the things john maxwell talks about very often is when we define leadership what is it and what he talks about is the fact that leadership is influence and influence is leadership and i often say also that in a position where you have to influence others and you cannot rely upon your positional power that's where real leadership comes to the surface Because the challenge is, how do I get this person to do something that I want them to do but have it be their idea? And you cannot rely upon a positional power or the fact that somebody uh, reports to you as a way and a means of getting them to do stuff. So it really rings true for me, this definition of leadership being influence and influence being uh, leadership. And specifically as sales leaders, we need to continue to positively influence our team and to drive exceptional, exceptional standards. So as to give ourselves the opportunity for us, but also for the team, to drive sustainable, predictable, and replicable results. Now, this influence presupposes that a team trusts us. And the question is, does your team, does your sales team trust you? Now, if the answer is an unequivocal yes, and I often ask this question, does your team trust you? And many leaders will turn around and say, yep, absolutely. But when I follow up the question, that question with this one, and that is, how do you know it's a little bit of a more challenging question to answer because a lot of the things that people say to me is well, I just I just believe they do, or I just I just have this feeling that they do. We need to have some evidence. So what is it that you're doing, and what is it your team are doing in terms of the actions that gives you the indication that they trust you? Now, unfortunately, many leaders, as we have just talked about, fall into this trap of leading the team from a positional perspective, and this is. Uh, not lost on sales leaders either. And this is often, and I say, so, say this respectfully, sometimes it's the blind leading the blind because you have models and you want to make sure that you're picking the models of excellence to follow. But sometimes we just follow the blind. And I, and I was actually having a conversation with a great colleague yesterday, and we're talking about this in corporate how there are many, many people who are completely devoid of any common sense. And there's this level of bias that exists within a lot of organizations that sees behaviors. Uh, coming to the service that are not particularly well, what we would call exceptional. And the other thing about that is when these sort of behaviors are seen and put on the table, others are watching that. And for many people, particularly of those who have an ambition to become leaders, to become influential, they often look at these particular leaders as the models that I have to follow. And therefore, if they act like they do, then that is how I have to act as well, so that I can get an opportunity to be a leader. And so many of them end up Leading from a positional perspective rather than earning the right to lead their team and in the process building trust. Now, one of the things we always have to be conscious of, uh, particularly as sales leaders, is that our people are always asking three key questions. And this also comes from John Maxwell. Number one is they're asking the question Does my leader, do you as their sales leader, care about them as a person? Do you genuinely care about them? as a person? Or are they just simply a number in the game that you're playing? Do you just simply look at them as a resource in order to get an outcome and therefore you're making it all about the number and therefore all about you? So do you care about your team members and your team as individuals, as a person and genuinely care? The second question is, can my leader help me? Does my leader care about me and can my leader help me? Now, helping is not necessarily doing things for them, helping is certainly not solving problems for them, but helping could be uh, providing opportunities, it could be opening doors, it could be removing some obstacles, making it easier to do a few things, but certainly not doing things for them. So, can you, as a leader and certainly as a sales leader, how well do you help your team? And the third question is, which is probably the biggest one, uh, which is the topic of this conversation, is can my leader be trusted? Can I trust my Leader Now, exceptional leaders, exceptional sales leaders understand that their actions are constantly, constantly providing answers to these questions, and hence, they are very, very intentional with creating an environment where they can be trusted. Now, the question you might be sitting there thinking about is, well, how do we do that? Because I think I'm trusted, but my question to you is, that is fine. It comes back to how do you know, but also what sort of behaviors and what sort of actions are you taking? that will give your team the impression that you can be trusted. And this is not just a once in a lifetime sort of thing. You're not doing it once every week or once every couple of weeks. What are you doing constantly on a daily basis? That becomes non-negotiable. That over time, you build up a thing called consistency and through that level of consistency, it creates an impression. And that impression leads to your team uh, implicitly and explicitly trusting you. Now, when that happens, gold uh, is struck. And magic starts to happen, and that's where the results start to really take off. So, exceptional leaders understand this, and how do they do it? Well, they tap into three core pillars of trust, which originates from a trust equation that was created a few years ago by a gentleman by the name of David Meister. Now, David actually created the trust equation uh, and also a trust quotient that comes from this. So, there's a profile you can actually do which gives you an indication as to where you might sit on these particular pillars, but also what sort of gaps you may have in order to build a higher level and a more sustainable level of trust. So the three core pillars of trust, and this is is really simple when you think about it, and as a sales leader, I want you to think about, as I go through these and touch on each of these, how do I build uh, and how am I continuing to build in these three areas and what gaps may I have? And if you do have some gaps, the, the next obvious question to that is, what are some things you can put in place or who can you talk to, who can you align with? who can you can have a conversation with so that you can identify what those gaps are and maybe put some gap closure strategies in place to build some competency in these three areas. So the three core pillars of trust, uh, number one is exceptional sales leaders continue to build credibility in everything they do. So credibility is the first pillar and credibility can come from their experience. It can come from the skill set that they've developed over time. It can also come from their knowledge, but often credibility can simply come from the tenure that they have within the organization. And I often say this, that when you're a sales leader and you've got a a team that you're building or somebody comes into your team, into your organization, if you have somebody come into your organization and they know that you've actually been in the role that they are currently doing, and it may not necessarily have been in that particular company or certainly not that team, but if they know you've been in that particular role, that knowledge can translate into a level of credibility that you have in their eyes. Now, exceptional sales leaders are always credible and they're always continuing to build that credibility muscle with everything they do. The second pillar is uh, they're non-negotiable when it comes to reliability. And when exceptional sales leaders say they will do something, guess what? They will do it. And not only will they do it, Uh, full stop. They'll do it when they say they're going to do it, and they'll do it to an exceptional standard. There's no ifs, there's no buts, there's no maybes, and this does not relate to just the big rocks. It, It relates to absolutely everything, because the exceptional sales leaders know that how they do the small things is often how they do the big things, and it's the smallest things that can often create the best impression, and it's things that you do often when nobody is looking that will be a determination of your character and often your profile because the question that people are going to be asking is, hmm, is this person reliable or are their conditions attached? So if you do this for absolutely everything that you do, that you're 100% reliable, uh, you're going to be exceptional and you're going to be in a, in a very, very strong position to lock in that second pillar of trust. The third pillar of a trust is that they build genuine relationships with their team, but also with the key stakeholders. In other words, they build uh, intimacy. They are constantly searching for opportunities to serve their people because they genuinely care for them and they want them to succeed. They're also looking for opportunities to build intimate relationships with key stakeholders. So this is not just conditional on an opportunity that's existing. They're looking at how do I plant seeds for future opportunities, but I'm building genuine relationships because I actually care about the people. Uh, Whether we end up doing business with this particular organization or with these people within the organization now or in three months' time or in six months' time or in two years' time, they're sort of not wedded to that. What they are wedded to is if they build a genuine relationship, then at some point when that particular customer is in the right stage of their buying cycle, then guess what? My organization, me, and therefore my team are going to be forefront in their mind and chances, chances are that they wanna do business or at least explore doing business with us. So it's about building those genuine, genuine relationships and exceptional sales leaders do this all the time. They're continuing to build intimacy. Now there are three core pillars of trust, credibility, reliability and intimacy. There's one thing though that can undermine all of this and exceptional sales leaders are also aware of this thing called self-interest that is the one trait that can undermine trust quicker than anything else, hence, They're always committed to adhering to the principle that leadership is not about them, never has been about them, and never will be about them. It is all about their people. And the fascinating thing, I was having this conversation yesterday with a wonderful colleague, and uh, we were talking about this particular topic, and we didn't necessarily talk about the trust equation per se, but just through the conversation, it became evident that there are a lot of leaders in the corporates that uh, we work in and that uh, we have access to, That there's a lot of leaders, unfortunately, even in 2023, that are leading with a level of self-interest, that they're making it more about themselves and not necessarily about their team. And what I do know to be true is any success that self-interested leaders experience, and I'll go so far as to say self-interested salespeople experience, is actually short-lived. It doesn't build sustainability because at the end of the day, people want to do business with people who they know, who they like, and ultimately who they trust. And in order to trust people, you cannot make it about yourself. And I don't care what people say about that, whether you agree with me or not, I've seen it many, many times that far too many leaders and far too many salespeople who think more about themselves than about their key stakeholders, about their team, and certainly about their customers, the ones that ultimately do not achieve the long-term sustainable success that they say they are craving. So as an exceptional sales leader, please, please, please understand, this is probably the biggest point of today's podcast, it is not about you. So if you're thinking about what's in it for you in terms of a deal, or you're thinking about making a decision that might minimize the impact to you, then please discard that, take it to the side and put it away because you've got to put all your focus on what is best for the team, what is best for the customer, what is best for your particular key stakeholders and not make it about you. It is all about your people, it is all about the key stakeholders. So we, as we ramp up into the brand new week, day two of the brand new week, what a perfect time then now to sit down and check in and ask the question, does your team trust you? It's also a very, very clear opportunity, a perfect opportunity to check in with yourself as to how you are demonstrating and how you are living the three core pillars of trust of credibility, reliability, and intimacy. Now, you may well be ticking all the boxes, which is fantastic. And my challenge there is keep doing what you're doing. And there may also be some areas where you can double down and take your leadership to an entirely new level. So whether it's, uh, let's just keep doing what we're doing and double down and get better, or whether it's identifying some gaps and then starting to think about some strategies and some tactics to plug those gaps, either way, what will happen is if you place focus on this and if you understand that trust does not automatically come through you being in a position, it certainly doesn't come through you being in the sales leadership role you've got to earn it and you've got to continue to earn it on a daily and sometimes hourly basis then you'll put yourself in a very good position to double down on developing those leadership credentials which will no doubt play out in the results that the team delivers now one word of warning here it is not going to be a short-term fix so if you're sitting there right now thinking and i think my team trusts me but if you did some analysis and identify there may be some gaps don't think that in the next three weeks you're going to be able to build a huge level of trust to the point where all the results are going to start turning around. What you might, might start see, seeing is a little bit of a upswing in terms of your results. But this is where the consistency comes in and this is where consistency will compound. So please make sure you're in this for the long haul. This is not just a fly-by-night thing. This is not an instant gratification situation where you just flick a switch, touch a button, and all the things all of a sudden things change. This is going to take work and it's going to take a grind, but I guarantee that over a period of time. And what I don't, know, what I don't know is what that time is going to be for you. Uh, what I do know though is if you can double down, and continue to focus your efforts on building credibility, continue to focus on being reliable, but also build genuine, intimate relationships with your team where you genuinely care about them, then magic is going to happen. So I trust this message helps you on this Tuesday, the 18th of July, and I trust it hits you just at the right moment for you to hear it. If this does resonate please do yourself a favor do your team a favor do your key stakeholders a favor do the people who are most important to you a favor and share with them this particular message because it may well be that you can have a flown effect and the ripple effect and the butterfly effect is alive and well so please feel free to share it with another person if you'd like to have a conversation with me about potentially working with me or maybe having me work with your sales team and helping them extract even more potential out of their current situation, I'd love to have a conversation with you about that. Simply go to leadwithdarren.com. We'll sit down and have a chat about where you're at, what you're looking to achieve, what the time frame is, and what you're looking to achieve. We can map out a plan, and we can start executing that plan as soon as you are ready. So very much look forward to that conversation. Thanks once again for plugging into the podcast, and as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best.